You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we are back on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on your weekend, uh, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. Guys, it, it, it's, it's a funny time in the NFL. Uh, bad teams are playing good now, and the good teams are playing bad. Uh, this is basically exactly what I predicted was going to happen as far as defenses uh, playing better than offenses. And you're seeing that on full display. It takes time. I do not buy into anything until at least week 10. I don't think you're I don't think you're a contender until week 10. We'll see where you're at. We'll see if you're six and four, four and six, five and five, which a lot of these teams that are on a roll right now could very well be at that point. Um look, a lot of us weren't very concerned about this Miami game. But news flash, <laughs> defensive players matter at the safety position, man. When In this league, when they're willing to just throw the ball up, you know, and just trust their speedy or tall guy to go get the pass, they're going to try it and they're going to do it. That's exactly what happened to the Bills. At the end of the day, <laughs> Josh Allen made less plays than two attack by law. Bills had plenty of chances. They didn't execute. They didn't win. And look, I, I, I as much as I want to just sit here and be like, look, I, I, let's talk about this game, then I want to talk about the bigger scheme of things, right? First things first, the Bills absolutely deserved to lose this game in Miami. And there's a ton of excuses you can put out there. Well, it was too hot, Steve. Well, there is no shade for the away team. That's just literally two uh, excuses. But the, the the obvious one here is that the Bills went into this game with basically most of their playmakers out. Uh, defensively, Jordan Phillips is out. Ed Oliver's out. Micah Hyde is out. Tredavious White is not there. Y- you have a, an, a rookie secondary basically taking care of business, and they sure as hell did. The offense choked. The offense had Dawson Knox. The offense had to shuffle their offensive line. They still had Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis gets it, you know, he toe taps it and doesn't seal in the pass. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of blame to go around. But, funny thing, once upon a time, in 2011, the Buffalo Bills 
went toe-to-toe with the New England Patriots. Both teams were 2-0. Thus, Fitzmagic was born, and there is a humongous hype train behind Ryan Fitzpatrick and this Buffalo Bills team. He got a new contract the whole nine. Fast forward, that team finishes below 500, and they're nowhere to be seen. There were times in that game where you know that New England Patriots should have won it. I felt like the Bills were the New England Patriots of this last matchup. That's what I felt. I felt like the Bills were the 2011 Patriots going against the 2011 Buffalo Bills. I feel that way about this Miami team. A lot of talent, still very subpar at the quarterback position. If you get pressure up the middle on Tua, he's either going to get injured or he's going to throw a duck. The Bills could not get pressure up the middle without blitzing. You can't do that whenever you're trying to play shell coverage and you basically give him five seconds in the pocket to throw a bomb. That's basically what ended up happening. Uh, Jalen Waddle gets up gets up there, or Jaden, I forgot his first name, whatever. I really don't care. All I know is Waddle gets up there, does the Waddle after he catches it. I mean, they executed against a, a depleted secondary in Buffalo. Jordan Poyer was not even playing. There, There's a lot. There's a lot to dissect out of this game, right? But the bottom line is this. The Bills kind of needed this. They needed to wake up and... The hype train, I give it to somebody else. I just want the Bills to get out of this season unscathed with a great record going into the postseason with hopefully home field advantage, and that's it. That's fine. You can give me the same cards as last year going into the playoffs, and I'll still feel fine. The injuries are what is they just kill me. They kill me. They kill my confidence about this team, um, and it almost makes me want to turn off the television knowing that something's going to go wrong because they're going to have to put this whole game on Josh Allen's lap. And I know this is a very mundane and boring topic that everyone's been spewing out there since Skip Bayless shot it out on Undisputed with Shannon Sharp. The Buffalo Bills have been 0-7 in their last Seven close games decided by a touchdown or less. 0-7. Sean McDermott came back and combated some of those comments in a recent interview uh, after practice and whatnot, uh, basically saying they were on a hot streak in close games uh, not too long ago before this 0-7 streak. But (laughs) the fact is, that is the Buffalo Bills' makeup right now. Right, this is what we see them as, and and it's not makeup is what you cover up. But underneath all of that, you know what they're capable of. You know who they are. You know if they get the ball rolling, they are the most dangerous team in the NFL. But that's what they're fighting right now. So how do they eliminate that? <laughs> you just got to get pressure up the middle. The Bills haven't consistently had pressure up the middle for an entire season since I don't know when. Marcel Darius and Kyle Williams being able to rush four, maybe just five. This is the first time in Buffalo Bills history they're going to be able to have pressure from all sides of the front. 
And, you know, that that's very important for them to be healthy. Now, they're still, they need time to gel, right? The first game against the Los Angeles Rams, I don't think really said a lot. I don't think even the game against the Titans really said a lot. I really believe the games coming up are going to say a lot about this defensive front and if they can gel and figure it out. Because, look, both the Titans are depleted and so were the Rams. The Bills did well. They deserved to win those games. But their offensive lines were subpar. Uh, they had rookies on the offensive line in Los Angeles. They, you know, they're depleted as an entire offense as far as what the Titans can do aside from Derrick Henry. And then they go against Miami and they're they're beat up. It, it's just, it's dumb luck, right? But hands, hats off to Miami. They executed, they played amazing defensively. And now the Bills have to go into Baltimore post-Hurricane Ian, remnants hitting the field, and it's going to be an ugly game. I mean, you talk about the worst timing. Here we go. Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, and he is on a hot streak at the quarterback position. He is playing lights out, and there is literally only one team in the NFL that has the formula to slow him down. Well, two teams. The Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans, as far as I'm concerned from the coaching staff standpoint. I don't see anybody else being able to do it. That's historically shown in the last couple of years how the Bills have stifled him, how the Titans have stifled him. But the Bills, they gave the formula. Get your speedy wide receiver to run the double read option plays and see if you can slow him down and stop him. Get sideline to sideline and, I mean, control him, contain him, force him to throw the football down the field. Good news. He only has Rashad Bateman as a deep threat. And I'd say that's pretty much about it. You got Andrews, I understand that, but I think we're going to match up pretty well against him if we can just bump him off the line, get Milano getting physical on him, and we'll see. You know, this is this is going to be a very fun matchup. I think a lot of this is going to come down to J.K. Dobbins on how they get him rolling. <laughs> Most likely, he's going to struggle against this Bills defensive front. At the end of the day, you have to respect who Lamar Jackson is. Lamar Jackson is a playmaker, and he is a phenom. He is a former NFL MVP, and he is scary once he gets the ball rolling. We got to stop him early, (laughs) control the game, control time of possession just like we just did against Miami. I mean, the Bills basically were supposed to, if you look at the numbers, if you would have told me how many yards uh, and and, and third down conversions they had, uh, 11 out of 16, I believe, and, and you got versus Miami, basically a quarter of the amount of time that the Bills had time of possession on, I would have said the Bills probably would have won that 56 to 21. At the most 21. I would have gave Miami maybe less than that, maybe 17 or 10. But benefit of the doubt, right? Like I just really feel like the Bills if they play if if they get that many yards offensively, all they have to do is they just got to score points. <laughs> I mean, this this is getting ridiculous. What is this 2018? The Bills got to wake up, right? Um Something's got to give here. Someone has to start to alleviate pressure on this offense because I am sick and effing tired of Josh Allen getting beat up and torn to shreds and surviving games. I am over it. I think it is a nuisance. I think it's going to bring this team down. And once he gets injured and this season starts to crumble, 
everyone's going to look at Sean McDermott and everyone's going to look at Ken Dorsey and then it who knows what's going to happen after that but the last thing you want is for this season to go sour you just sound you just signed Von Miller you drafted James Cook you need to effing use him get him in the game I don't care if you give him 10 to 15 touches the kid needs experience get him the football all I see is Devin Singletary and Zach Moss I get it. They're who you're trusting, and they're getting they're getting you down the field. But look, man, I, I think something's got to give on the Buffalo Bills scoring points. Stephon Diggs cramping up. Obviously, it was hot. He has no excuse this game. Uh, you got you know Gabe Davis, who was nicked up in the last game. The the excuses are out the window. You wanted the wide receiver two position. Here it is. It's literally this game, Gabe Davis. It's this freaking game, bro. You have to wake up, and that's who I'm calling out in this game. It's Gabe effing Davis. Gabe Davis has to be the guy or else. Like, (laughs) this is it. The Bills have to get back on the ball offensively. If they lose this game and they score points, I'm happy. Look, it's it's a tough situation for the Buffalo Bills to go into Baltimore. If it's a 34-31 game, Congratulations, Ravens! You, you did it. I would. I just want the Bills to at least, at the minimum, go three and three going into the bye week, face Aaron Rodgers, destroy him at Buffalo, and then just go on a hot streak into the playoffs. That's what my prediction is. I think uh, the injuries are going to plague us a little bit until we get to the bye week and we get healthy, we get more situated, we get more acclimated into the season. We know what the game plan is going to be. Um, look, I'm going to be absolutely, completely shocked if this Bills team blows out the Baltimore Ravens. I will be completely floored, jaw drop it to the floor. Like, I wouldn't know what to tell you. I wouldn't even know what to say next week. I'll probably just sit here in silence for the next 25, for the for the, for the 25 minutes I do a podcast and just, just mumble. I, I wouldn't even know what to tell you. But I got this game. I got this game. Bills 24, Baltimore 13. I think it's going to be that kind of a game. I think it's going to be a defensive game. I think Baltimore did very well against Tua up until the end of that game where they just had some mishaps. I mean, defensively, they held them in check. They did a really great job. Buffalo does not have as much speed, but they do have more finesse. I feel like they have uh, more finesse players that can really help you out in um, – sticky situations and that's where Buffalo's offense really just comes alive right in those third and shorts fourth and shorts <laughs> unpredictable uh you know offense is is that's what I that's what I call Buffalo they're they're an unpredictable offense you don't know exactly what you're going to get out of the entire offense you know what you're going to get out of Josh Allen though you know that something's going to give with Josh Allen Josh Allen's going to score points he's going to get you down the field but he needs everyone else to execute um you know, I got Andrews really, I think, you know, I think he's going to be well contained, but I still think he's going to really open up that offense and he's going to alleviate pressure for Lamar Jackson. But look, let's be real here. This is the first time Lamar Jackson's going to face a Buffalo front like this. In the last couple of meetings, they faced each other. Never has the defensive front of Buffalo been this nasty and this good and this tenacious this much talent hall of fame talent guys on the rise six seven gregory rousseau on the other side ed oliver hopefully he's healed up ready to go we'll see jordan phillips still day to day it looks like a week to week actually um i don't know what's gonna happen 
as far as the defensive front goes. But, you know, if we can at least get one of these key guys on the inside to get moving, uh, you know, get pressure off of Vaughn Miller uh, to, to always execute, it's going to really help this defense um, getting on a hot streak. Uh, doesn't get easier after this, right? You got Pittsburgh, you got Kansas City. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough sledding. You know, uh, a, a lot of pressure on this team to do really well, to show who they are, to redeem themselves. Um, a lot of us, you know, we were let down. People traveled from all over the place to go to Miami and watch that game just to see them get stifled the way they did. It was very frustrating. But, you know, again, Miami knew what they were doing defensively, signing Melvin Ingram. Uh, he made plays when it matters. Okay, I, I, I get that, you know, there's some dirty plays going on, people grabbing Josh Allen's junk, he's getting kicked in the junk. The Bills should have won that game. But they made plays to keep them alive, keep them in the game, and it all came down to simply Josh Allen throwing an inaccurate pass. I don't, I don't know, I couldn't see the exact footage if it hit the Miami Dolphins player's helmet when it went to the sideline. All I do know is it, it, just, it just looked off. Um, and it finishes off with, you know, look at the uh, look at the execution with Isaiah McKenzie, right? He goes downfield, doesn't get out of bounds. It's There's an imbalance going on. We can't have that against the Baltimore Ravens, right? We need an attack that makes sense, an attack now that is, <laughs> you know, when you're facing Buffalo, what you're getting. Because right now the identity is very simple. It's Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Everyone else shows up when they want to show up to work. It, 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 it sucks to say that, but it is the truth. Where's Dawson Knox? Injured? Okay, well, that's going to be an excuse for how long? Where's Gabe Davis? He caught the ball. I mean, he got separation. He was able to literally seal the game 21-14. to Didn't do it. Isaiah McKenzie caught a great pass from Josh Allen with great touch. Um, you know, but again, miscues. We've seen this from Isaiah McKenzie in the past. Catching the ball right in the kickoff return and it's raining, and he just simply fumbles it with no contact because he decided to slip and just let go of the football. Um, Bills, Bills are taking a few steps back, and we need to stop this trend. We need to start playing with more identity, more more fervor, more cause, you know, and, and that's what this is all about, right? This is what the Buffalo Bills need to do. This is, what the, this is who the Buffalo Bills need to become. They need to become a team that when you face them, you know how they're going to execute, and what they're going to try to accomplish. You knew all those years what Tom Brady was trying to do. He was trying to use the tight ends in the seam and play action off the running game, right? That's who Tom Brady was, sitting in the plot, sitting in the pocket, reading how you're going to blitz. What is Josh Allen? What is this offense? We're scratching our heads again now. We're, we're back to square one here now. We're going to blame the offensive line. We're going to blame Dawson Knox. We're going to blame not having OBJ. Like, I have been sitting here doing the blame game far too often. Now it's all about accountability. You just lost to a rival, and now you're facing a former NFL MVP on a very good team that's still very stacked. Aside from losing Hollywood Brown, it does not matter. They are really well coached, and they're going to bring it. They're at home. Baltimore is not an easy place to go and try to win a football game. I don't know when's the last time Buffalo was in Baltimore. The last two meetings I remember, <laughs> Buffalo was playing Baltimore at Buffalo. So, it, it's another challenge. 
it, it's it's a chance, right, for this team to show who they are, or better yet, become who they are. You know, that's where I stand on this game. That's how I feel. You know, I, I think that there has been way too much pressure on Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen to literally carry this offense. It needs to be more balanced. How do we do that, Steve? Well, <laughs> it's kind of black and white, man. <laughs> use the running backs. Just use the running backs. And you know what? Maybe the pass game is the running game. Okay, dump it off to the running backs. Get them involved. Force them to make plays and keep them accountable. Hold them accountable. But Ken Dorsey has to do a better job of getting them in open space. I think it was horrible, um, you know, coaching as far as doing like, the, I guess it was a, a fake a, a fake spike and, you know, it, all kinds of jump, jumbly mess. He was trying to spike it and he couldn't. I don't know what happened there. But Josh Allen is starting to freak me out. I'd prefer Josh Allen loses fair and square and without the panic button on when he's playing. I don't know. It's hard. It's it's really hard to assess him after that game, right? Because <laughs> so many numbers, um, so little points. Really tough, tough pill to swallow, especially going into this game. You know, it, you don't have you don't have the luxury of going against the Jets right now, or going against you know a weaker team in, in, you know, maybe looking like a team like kind of like the Browns or, you know, obviously a, a less high powered offense in Pittsburgh. You have to go against Lamar Jackson. Now bills can easily slip to two and two and they're gonna have to dig themselves out of a hole all over again. It's going to be a really big gut check. If this happens this week. They lose. I don't have them losing. I have the defense playing and showing up, you know, causing turnovers. Um, but I am betting that this offense is going to get back on track. It's just we need Gabe Davis to. I know I know there's injury, there's things we got to we, we got to worry about. But look, reality is this: you were Super Bowl favorites. You barely you barely dropped. Okay, dust yourself off, fans. Dust yourself off. Shake it off. Digest it. We're there. We're pissed. We're ready. Game on. A lot more to go. <laughs> I'm excited. This is good. Adversity is good. Really test the character of this team, of this coaching staff. But again, guys, thank you again for listening to Buff Hub, Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. It's all the first responders and military out there. Thank you for all that you do for our country, our communities. You guys stay strong out there. Enjoy this weekend to the fullest. Go Bills.
Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.